Matthew Knowles is taking his memoir to film and television and can houseplants prevent mold? We will find out today on Suri Reads. Thanks for stopping by. Matthew Knowles, father of Beyonce and Solange Knowles, Beyonce Knowles Carter and Solange Knowles, has partnered with a production company called Say Uncle Entertainment to adapt his 2017 memoir, which is titled Racism from the Eyes of a Child, into both a feature film and a limited series. The film will cover the first half of Knowles' book and record count his early years growing up at the epicenter of the race riots in the early 1960s which took place in Alabama which is Matthew Knowles hometown. Uh, The book covers the giants of the fight for equality such as Martin Luther King Jr., Albert Turner, Ralph um, Abernathy, um, and many others who are uh, known for the civil rights uh, activism of the 1960s. These giants in the fight uh, shaped Matthew Knowles' early manhood. And so he reflects on them in his memoir, and we can probably expect um, there to be a lot of reflection on them in the film and television series. And of these individuals... Matthew says, these are the men who made me proud and the women who taught me to fight back. He tells Variety that exclusively. Um, And the book also discusses his uh, Matthew knows father and mother who were classmates of Coretta Scott King. So this sounds like something that is going to be amazing. According to uh, Say Uncle Entertainment, the feature script is also, or I'm sorry, is already um, in the works and it's already ready to, uh, it's not in the works, I take that back, it's ready to go to market. And um, during his career, for those who don't know, um, who think that Matthew knows is, um, you know, is is only famous because of Beyonce. Um, Matthew has, of course, worked with Destiny's Child. He's also worked with Shaka Khan and Earth, Wind and Fire in the music industry. And he holds two undergraduate degrees, an MBA, a PhD, and professional development certifications from Harvard University. He is currently on faculty at both London College of Contemporary Music and Pepperdine University. Two of Noel's five books are currently Amazon bestsellers. So will we be watching the film and television series? I don't know. It depends on who picks it up. I do wonder who will pick that up. Um, whoever does, I, I think that they're going to have loads of success because I think that a lot of people are interested in um, seeing the life of Matthew Knows on the main screen and the small screen. Um, and especially those who read his memoir. I did not read his memoir. His memoir came out in 2017, but you can definitely bet your socks off that I will be purchasing a copy. Can houseplants prevent mold? 
According to a recent study, or rather um, an expert in gardening, yes, they can. For those who don't know, mold is not something that you want in your home. Mold is um, the mold spores in the air that we breathe can cause respiratory problems and headaches, among other things. And those who suffer the most from these symptoms are individuals who are dealing with allergies, as well as those with compromised immune systems. Chris Bonnet, though of Gardening Express says, mold in the home is caused by excess humidity. Warm rooms like bathrooms and kitchens are at particular risk. Using plants to help keep mold at bay is practical and natural. Um, It's a practical and natural way to control humidity and moisture in your home. How good a plant is at reducing humidity is all has everything to do with its ability to absorb dew, fog, and other moisture through its leaves. This moisture then moves down to its roots. You will notice an improvement and you'll have beautiful plants to enjoy too. So apparently there is something to those YouTube videos where um, you see individuals, you know, they're mainly hair videos where you'll see, um, women doing their hair, you know, giving hair tutorials and they're in the shower, of course, fully clothed and you will see plants in the bathroom. And I've always thought like, oh, that's a cool thing. Like, you know, it's actually a a good aesthetic and it probably, it definitely contributes to more, you know, oxygen being in the room because plants are life. Um, and On top of that, my thoughts were that uh, you don't have to worry about those plants dying out because plants in water are a beautiful thing. But maybe, just maybe, those uh, women who were doing their their hair in the shower, um, maybe they, they were in tune with the notion of what Chris Bonnet is talking about, that they were trying to prevent mold from festering in their restrooms um so how do you get on the bandwagon how do you jump on that train well there are a few plants um that really contribute to combating mold um i'm just gonna name off three i will leave the article um the from uh i forget what source but it's it's gonna be in the show notes um And the article actually names off eight, but the three that I chose are um, plants that you may already have in your home. They're kind of easy to come by. Uh, The first one being the weeping fig. And this plant's stems and leaves contain phenolic acid, which stops the growth of fungi and mold. The microbial properties in the soil can even help remove harmful toxins from the air. Uh, The weeping fig is known for cleansing the air and releasing antioxidants in in, in general. Also, the plant is known for its ability to grow in poor conditions, which means that it needs minimal light and water, which means that for those who are like, I can't do this because, you know, I'm not good at, at plants. I'm not a plant parent. 
everything that I bring into my home in terms of plants dies. The weeping fig may just be for you. It's hard for this plant. This plant is a survivor. Okay, the another plant, house plant that contributes to uh, combating mold is the spider plant. This absorbs mold spores through its leaves, of course, and can remove up to 90% of toxins within just a couple of days. That's incredible. 100% safe for children and plants. So those are, I'm sorry, children and pets, not plants. So those who have cats like I have who are extremely uh, curious, it's all right to put a spider plant. Uh, they will not be harmed. The third plant um, in this fight against mold in the home is the snake plant. It's great at removing mold and dust mites. Okay, it's like a two in one. And it's one of the few house plants that produce oxygen at night, making it the ideal choice when you want to place a plant in the bedroom of course you can place the snake plant anywhere in your home it is also considered low maintenance and it is pretty much tolerant of any conditions so what are you going to do are you going to let mold overtake your home and put you out eventually or are you going to buy one of these house plants from your local home depot or lowe's you let me know. I honestly, I'm not a big uh, plant person, so I probably won't be doing this, but it is great information. I am reading Tender is the Flesh by Augustina Bastarica, and it is a dystopian book in which humans that creates a world in which humans are being processed for food and society is divided into predators and prey. Reading directly from the cover, uh, it says working at the local processing plant Marcos is in the business of slaughtering humans, though no one calls them that anymore. His wife has left him. His father is sinking into dementia and Marcos tries not to think too hard about how he makes a living. After all, it happened so quickly. First, it was reported that an infectious virus has made all animal meat poisonous to humans then governments initiated the transition now eating human meat special meat is legal marcos tries to stick to numbers consignments processing then one day he gives he's given a gift a live specimen of the finest quality though he's aware that any form of personal contact is forbidden on pain of death Little by little, he starts to treat her like a human being, and soon he becomes tortured by what has been lost and what might still be saved. This sounds like a book that um, <laughs> it it it's give it's cannibalism. It's um it's it's. It's kind of, I don't want to say it's close to reality because I'm not going to put that out there. Um, but it sounds like such an inter interesting book. It's only about, I think it's less than 250 pages. 
And I expect this book to go extremely fast. I expect it to be a book that I cannot put down. I have not even started. I've not even even begun to read this book because I already know that once I get into it, I'm not going to want to put it down. And the book that I finished yesterday, um, I didn't want to start Tender is the Flesh uh, that late at night because I did not want to be up all night reading this book. I already, I, I just feel it in my bones that this is going to be an excellent read. And so I will leave the, um, links if you are interested in learning more about the book, if you're interested in purchasing it, it is it just sounds like a book that's just going to be crazy. So the links are in the show notes. Well, friends, we have made it to the end of yet another episode. Today's written word, I almost called it the spoken word, but it's the written word is coming from church by A.W. Tozer. And this book um, is a book that is written for pastors. Let me preface that this by um, saying that for those who do not know, um, Sari Reads is not a Christian site. It is not exclusively Christian. Um, I have a site that is exclusively Christian. It's a Christian, it's a bookish site for Christians. It's called the Beast Beer. You can go to the show notes and go check it out. I would love for you to go to the show notes and show notes and check it out. And that site is exclusively for the Christian soul. It is, um, it has books, uh, suggestions, uh, for individuals who are following the path of Christianity. Uh, there's nothing else on that site outside of that, uh, I do that intentionally because as someone who identifies as a Christian, um, I feel like that's that's like my contribution to the faith community. Um, So having said that, I am currently reading for the B-Spear a book called Church by A.W. Tozer. And thank you so much, Moody Publishers, for uh, giving this copy to me free of charge. Thank you. Um, And this is basically a manual, I would say for pastors um, on how to structure their churches. Um, It's, it's, it's not, uh, this is not meant for lay people. I'm having, uh, it's definitely a slow read. It's only 161 pages, but it's certainly not something that you would just fly through. Certainly not as a lay person as myself. But today's word of spoken, I'm sorry, written word. I keep wanting to say spoken word, but written word is coming from this book because it's a good quote. And it says, Um, And this is a section called pray for your leaders. And it says it reads when you want to pray for a preacher, don't necessarily pray. Lord, give him success. Pray that the Lord will help him to be the kind of man that he ought to be. And that quote struck me because it's not just applicable to pastors. It's not just applicable to leaders. Of course, Tozer says it's, you know, 
it's for the praying for your leaders, but you could apply that to everything. When we pray for ourselves or when we will ourselves to, to have, you know, what we want or to manifest or however, perhaps we shouldn't hope to have loads of success. Perhaps we should pray or we should hope that we should be that we will be the individuals that we are supposed to be and having understanding that the individuals that we are supposed to be evolves. It's ever evolving. So maybe we should pray that we should be or or hope or or you know put our energies towards being the individuals that we need to be in the moment. And I am a firm believer that it doesn't matter where you find yourself, you should always be an individual who is uplifting, who leaves people in a better, uh, you know, mental state than they were before they came into your presence. You should always be someone who is mindful of your words. We should always be individuals who are mindful of our words, understanding that words have power they are power and we want to use them wisely and we want to use them to uplift one another so just remember we want to pray hope put our energy towards being the individuals that we ought to be and not always the individuals who um have success according to society's standards of success that's a whole other conversation but I want to thank you so much for joining me today on Suri Reads. I encourage you to check out the show notes um, where you can find some pretty cool books. I have not linked Matthew Knowles. Um, what's the name of it? The memoir. I should probably go back and do that and link that in case you're interested. And I want to encourage you to check out a bookstore, to check out a library, to check out any place in the world where books are king because they are king. I will see you next time. Bye. Mm-hmm.